As much as people depend on us as leaders, you need someone who believes in you. You need a place to be open and honest with someone who's walked in your shoes and wants to help you become the leader you are meant to be. This is that place with those kind of people. Welcome to the Relational Leader Podcast with your host, Randy Bazet. Each episode will sit down and engage in life-giving conversation, unpacking leadership's greatest challenges. And now, your host, Randy Bazet. Well, welcome to this episode of the Relational Leader Podcast. I'm Kristen, and I am joined with Randy Bezet. How you doing? Great. I just like to say Randy Bezet, just in case they forget which Randy it is. Yeah. Randy I mean, Bezet. So somebody called me the other day, and they said, oh, it was this wrong Randy. I'm like, well, how many Randys do you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, but... Apparently it happens. Well, I'm glad we're clarifying for yes. everybody today. <laughs> Thank you. It's me. And Could you Randy. do my bio, yeah, please, let me, let me so listeners yeah. will know which no. Randy. You're the only really one I know. So yeah. <laughs> so yes, we are uh, here today, and uh, part of season two, uh, we're doing some discussion around breaking barriers, yes. growth barriers, different barriers that mm-hmm. we face as church leaders, pastors people in ministry and mm-hmm. um i believe it's gonna be a really practical conversation most today, certainly um with what we have and we have joining with us one of bayside's campus pastors who's been with us before but it's been a little while it's been I, a minute I, it's been maybe a year or well, plus. Yeah. we literally had to see how many clicks he produced it, to see if we could and invite him back you're on another <laughs> retainer for one more yeah. that's why i haven't been invited back yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's here today we have david murphy with us around the table. Well, uh, what an honor. What an honor to sit today. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you for the invite. Uh, thank you for letting me hopefully be part of something that will be helpful. I hope yes. so. I mean, don't botch this one. Or no, don't you, mess it up. Hey, it'll be another two years Murphy, before you come Don't back. mess it up. I know. I, I heard it coming. I heard it coming. <laughs> Randy did that to me the first time I preached here at Bayside. Before I went on the platform, Randy looks and goes, Murph, don't mess it up. And I'm like, oh, seriously, I'm just about to go up here. I love putting that holy fear in them before they go. I mean, really. And then I mean, recently, recently, we were about, I was about to go up and he goes, Dave, the Lord says go with the other message. <laughs> and I went, what? What What other message are you talking about? <laughs> and if I hadn't seen the giggle him as he walked away, I'm like, Oh, he's messing me. Okay. Has he has he played the game with you yet where he like gives you an obscure word that you have to work into your message at No, we some haven't played point? that game in nope. a while. I feel we, like that'd we be a fun that. one with him. But I think I think sometimes my words are obscure. Yeah. I make them up naturally. But if literally, so. right before you go up, we go, Dave, you have to use the word octopus in your message. <laughs> and it's as you're walking up. Or, I mean, it could be tractor trailer. Okay. You know, I mean, whatever. And so, you have to work it in the message. Well, you know, I have a couple of friends who they call it bingo. And they say every time I mention something like, because I use the word like donuts is a temptation. Oh, you so use donuts all the time. I do. You know, like a donut. But it's just like a, a normal temptation. They go, and then uh, they say, if I say something about an Irish or an Irish joke, ding. So they call it the bingo. Uh, oh, like, of okay. the things you constantly yeah. say. I'm like, okay, it. thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks for the encouragement. You know? So now that's the bio that people, our listeners, needed to know about you. Yeah, so. he loves so donuts. Yeah. Irish. And well, yeah. Well, yes, yes, I do have that. You should see his kilt that he's wearing right now. Yeah, so good. cute. <laughs> Oh, I should have worn it, right? Oh, you wouldn't be here. I know you love it. Yeah. 
Oh man. Well, we are glad that you're here. Thank you. And uh, we are. We're going to talk about breaking um, barriers specifically today. Breaking a growth barrier that uh, I think most churches want to see, and it's that barrier of a thousand people. This is the hardest barrier to break in church. Mm. Yeah, uh, you did it. I mean, you planted. Why Bayside do you think that and is? Why? 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 It, you know, when you get something about hitting a thousand, there's. It, there's different hats you wear at different sure. times as a church yeah. and when the church is smaller you wear more hats, Many hats. Mm -hmm. than you do when you get to a thousand so that means there's some hats you have to take off of that's and give right. to other people that's right and those roles and yep. responsibilities and your heart for those things have to be so clearly defined mm -hmm. that they can do what you did and do it better yeah and that's that's hard to do that's giving right. those things up and you know, to, to be fair, and it doesn't, this is not a, a better, some are better than others, but some people are just wired different. And yeah. sometimes that's easier for certain people. Yeah. Delegation, mm. if yeah. you will, or letting go, it's easier for some people than others. That's right. And I think that's the whole mm -hmm. combination right. of why it makes breaking that very so difficult. You're right. You're right. Well, today we're going to talk about some practical things. We're going to talk mm -hmm. about some leadership things and just different things that are necessary um, to, to be able to do this. Give our listeners a little bit of context. You came on board with Bayside back in 2015. 15. 15. And End you, of 15, August, September 15. Okay. And then you launched um, our North River campus. February of 16. Um, in 2016. What campus number was that? Was that five. Five? Five. five. Campus five. And so with Because I remember because Bayside was art. Five and that number five was yeah, our church. So that's I remember. And the you campus were campus five. number five. Mm -hmm. Oh, look at that. West, so many. Fruitville, Hardy, and then North River. Uh -huh. Okay. All right. So within the about the first year, by the end of the first year, you North River was averaging about four hundred ish. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, on be part of a Bayside on launch day. It helped a everybody, lot. Everybody came. And the campus was fifteen minutes away. Yeah, it was 15, 15 minutes away from the well, you know, the, the broadcast, the broadcast the, campus. Yeah, right. okay. And so we there was a lot of people on that first day, and then we went down to about three hundred. The week after the was that the launch after. day was how many? No, no, no. Launch day was fifteen. Okay, I 1, thought it was yes, yeah, much fifteen hundred. Okay. And then we, we, we <laughs> so you started off feeling real good about yourself. Yeah, I, well, I mean, it was like, where are all these people coming from? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, oh, they're, here. they're all. It didn't they, drop all the way to three hundred. Yeah, three, three fifty. Yeah, I'm glad drop. I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't be on this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did he do wrong? What the well, Irishman? Hey, do it was wrong? just the first week. I mean. <laughs> Plus, remember you lost that many people in one week. Uh, yeah. that, that might be the worst growth pattern I've ever seen. Absolutely. I mean, I I, I didn't know any better. We went from fifteen hundred. I'm like, wow, this is great. To three three fifty. I'm like, wow, this is this is different. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it's humbling, know. right? It is, but at the same time, then you start to know. That's when the real building begins. Really, you know, um, the. Uh, Excitement of Christmas Day is done, but the real work happens afterwards, mm -hmm. yeah. you know? So, and that's where we began uh, February of 2016. Yeah, so. and then in, and you built, it was about year one, you, you averaged about 400. And then yeah. by the end of year three, that's when you saw that thousand yeah, barrier the, yeah. break. And it there was, was really, a, and it was on a up upwards. and to the right. Like yeah. it was yeah. the fastest growing thing around yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. it so, was. Uh, it really, as far it, as campuses are It concerned. was that, I would say that 
uh, October, November time, we start sure. to see momentum. Christmas we get. You were and then busting that, up to the 1500 mark. Yeah, well, yeah mm -hmm. we, we did. We, we passed that at the Christmas. Oh, yeah, for, for sure. sure. And then January, February, we averaged 11, 12, 1300. Yeah. You know, again, I don't want to pastor miles but you know there was that it's that, pastors listening so, yeah, yeah you know but two thousand <laughs> yeah. yeah well based on no, but it was definitely over a thousand was definitely over a thousand by that stage yeah. uh you know so we were we were just i remember in the in, in the middle school we were in middle school yeah so let's talk about some of those things i mean because okay. it wasn't it, you were in a middle school yeah it wasn't like you opened day one right no. so much like a church plant much yeah. i mean it, it yeah. was like a lot yes. of churches are dealing with yeah absolutely That's right. so, so this is whether you have a building or whether you're a portable church these right. things are going to apply and yeah, whether absolutely. you're a campus extension or you're a your own independent just single church. independent church yeah. mm -hmm. um this is you know you you really had three years of building yeah. before you. Well, he got there a lot quicker than we did when I planted that the church. Is that true. is for sure. That is true. Yeah. Well, but I was obviously part of a, an unknown entity called Bayside. You know, right? So that 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 was a that's a, that could was have a hurt positive. You. It could have hurt. <laughs> thankfully, <laughs> thankfully it didn't. Obviously, by the by the by the people who came, but it was in the middle school. You're, you're talking about. And those early days when you're setting up and tearing down in our world, we're setting up on a Wednesday, on a Friday night and then tearing down on a Sunday. And what we, what we had to do in those early days is I, I was still getting to know the team. I was still getting to know the people. But we just got our hands dirty. You know, you push boxes, you sweat. You, I'm on a, on a scaffolding trying to figure out how to put a curtain up. And I, I think that was invaluable. I, when people, I didn't do it on purpose. I just did it because it had to be done. Right. We all mm -hmm. had to do it. And I told the team early days, I said, we're the first ones there. We're mm -hmm. the last ones to leave. If there's a volunteer with us, we're there with them. Sure. You know? And I think that really. Well, that is so important. Culturally by the way. just stuck. Because a lot of church planters, especially coming in today, and maybe they come from mega churches. And so their role in that to then go to plant a church. It's not that they don't want to work hard, but there's something about, I have to be a utility player. Absolutely. I need to know yeah. how to do yes. everything so that when I give it to other people, I, I know the sweat, the tears, the work that that is, and I know how I want it done. So you got to roll up the sleeves, Absolutely. get your hands dirty, mm -hmm. you got to do the work. Yeah. The first, I think it was the first four months, we laugh about this. I put up the baby gates. So I literally was on my knees putting the baby gates on the doors. And I remember sitting to myself, I rem this, it was like a moment for me because I was like, Lord, what am I doing here? Like, seriously, I've, I've gone through school. I've been in ministry for, in those days, I was already in ministry 15, 16 years. I've been teaching, blah, 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 blah. What the heck am I doing on a Friday night? And, no baby and it was a reminder, it was a reminder the Lord was, that's exactly where I need you to be. Yeah. on your knees and it was like i'm, I'm i remember the Good. moment going lord this is exactly this this posture mm -hmm. again i don't say that as a oh but that's the posture of the heart because i was doing those baby gates it was reminding me that there's children in this place there's teachers coming in mm -hmm. there's people walking i could see the people that were not there yet doing it and for the first three or four months that's what i did right. and i did the curtains <clears throat> the, the, the time came when they actually literally we got to a point where people looked at me and went Get off that scaffold. scaffold well, we don't want you up there anymore. Right, you know? That is the other side to it. In other words, 
you need to be ready to get on your knees, yep. fix the baby gate, pick up the trash, yep. whatever the whatever it is. You have to not even be ready to do it. You need to do it. You do it, yeah. At some point in time, there has to be a transition. Exactly. And this is the discussion we're ultimately going to is breaking yeah. the housing mm -hmm. barrier. Yeah. What is it that only I can do mm -hmm. that other people can't do mm -hmm. that I need to delegate and give away to other people? Because if I continue to do that, which someone else can do, not yeah. that it's a lesser task. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with you. When someone wins the Super Bowl, the front office people, the secretary, the person answering the door, the person working in finance, they get a Super Bowl ring. Just like the person yes. does that was the, the quarterback. Oh, they did? The I, the I didn't MVP. know that. Everybody gets a ring. That's good. So every task is important. But at some point in time, I have to be the person mm -hmm. that only... As the quarterback that, that I can do. Yeah, and I, I I don't know when that was as in like a time period, but I do remember the time when the ice began to move to more, thank you for being here. Come on, how are you doing? How's your family? As we're pushing boxes. And then I was less on the baby gates, you know, and the curtains and more on the the people side, the mm -hmm. how you doing and hey, how you, you know, just being available. And I moved from the children's hallway to the youth hallway to the main auditorium to, to our discipleship classes. So I started to do the rounds to show my face and to push a box with them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I, I think it was about six months in, six months to a year yep. where in my head, I thought, well, I still need to be doing it. But I realized I had modeled it for so long that those staff around me had already seen that and they were starting to do it. So the, the culture had already been established, as you say. And at that point then, yeah, they, they didn't want me on scaffoldings. They didn't. Mm -hmm. they, they said, you don't get off there. You're going to yeah. hurt yourself. You need to be teaching whatever it is. They, sure. Don't we do this? And it was it was it was a it was a realized Again, I don't have a, I didn't have a clock of oh, six months or a year. There's some, there's a period of time there that you're right. That mentality has to shift and you have to, instead of being in it, being on it. Is that fair? Yes, yeah, no. fair. Uh, can I let these guys laugh at me? Because I'm going to say there's three things. <laughs> <laughs> they, they People are listening to you. Listen. Listen. Okay, so Corey, our producer, okay, he already called it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I looked back at him when you were talking earlier there's, because there's, it was like, go here for it. Goes. Here he goes. Here he goes. I saw you guys doing that. I know you're going to laugh at me, but there's, <laughs> there's three phases to that. And you, you, that's what you're talking about. First of all, you model to them how mm -hmm. to do it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then you monitor how they do it. Mm -hmm. That's great. Hey, mm -hmm. let's do it this way and mm -hmm. training them, not just what to do, but in why. Mm -hmm. And then the forever stage is I mentor them. Mm -hmm. And so it's not so much more about the task. <laughs> you too. No, I need it's a really, new host. It's really good. I, I love it. I love three. three things, it's cool. And they're three. Ends. They're very like, bright. That's I really mean, good. You should that's, write a book. Really good. I should I do a book on that. I think you should keep bringing those three out. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But the mentoring is that's is good, no longer it's about the task at hand. Yeah. It's just the relational yeah. mentoring yeah, them in so. that. And and this so good. This right here is the biggest growth barrier. Absolutely, because when you see it, and I'm realizing I'm saying absolutely a lot, so you can probably edit that out, too, you know, but it's affirming. It, it, that's the part where in the person, in the leader, it has to shift. You know, as you said earlier, some will stay getting their hands on, serving, let's do that, have to read by example. But there is a point you have to, what is, what is the role that I can play? And everybody, as, as the leader of the campus world, having my face or my presence or my hand on them well done hey mm -hmm. come join me how about over here that's something that you know what's the team hard about do. all of this is that 
I don't know how to say this without being misunderstood, so I'll just take a gamble, but I, I, don't, I don't mean anything about it regarding people at the church, but relationships sometimes are seasonal. Mm-hmm. God brings them into your life. It could be a friend. Could be someone you think you're going to spend your life with forever, and and sometimes he brings people in that we do, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but sometimes he brings them in seasonal, and it's what I need for that season that I'm mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. and God brings people in to get you to the 500 mark, mm-hmm. but they will not take you to the thousand, and somehow they they move out, and God brings other, and it's hard as a pastor. You're mm-hmm. like, well, I love these people, and you don't want them to leave. That's not what I'm saying, but they're just not the people. What whoever got you here may not get you there. Abs- yes, yeah, true. That's good. Because, you know, as I think back, uh, the people who were hands-on with us is where I start to see, hey, they're, 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 he's sweating, you know, he's pushing with me. Some of them are now on staff and some of my right-hand people. But others, they were just there for that season. They just wanted to be, hey, right. pull up a curtain. And you have to be willing to. But love them I don't, where People at. aren't dispensable. I, do, I don't want it to come across like that. But you yeah. have to be willing to realize I've been doing this long enough now that some people that it breaks your heart every time and you really want them there with you, but they, they can't make the transition. When you start wearing a different hat, I'm no longer doing it anymore. I'm now just mentoring those who are doing it. So I may not be as exactly in relationship with them as I was before. Some people can't handle that. It's true. I remember when we used to hang out all the yeah, time. And we, it's true. And it, it's true. It, it and don't I, make it. I think I, I, that big shift was for in the, in the actual staff, Randy, for me. Because in the early days, you have seven, eight people reporting directly to you and you're in, you know, in their business and you're like talking about what they're doing. And there came a point when I just couldn't do them all to the level that I needed to. And by that point, I saw the gifting and others coming up. So that was a structural change. Within your staff six, team, six, you began six, to make 600, a structural change. 700, yeah. yeah. Okay. Five, 600 in that, in that period where I shifted my leadership structure, mm-hmm. where I had, I divided them and divided into two, th- they related, they had to feed into three and then the three fed into me. Mm-hmm. I hate to be biblical, but that's exactly what you Jesus did. You hate to be biblical. I don't think <laughs> well, you can I hate that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry, I hate to say this. I was what? like, oh, he's such a Christian thing. But that's exactly what Jesus did. He had the three people he was very close to. Then he had the 12 and then so forth. I didn't, I didn't do it like, that's because Jesus right, it did just it. happened to be it three just happened I had three people it. that I saw leadership gifts and I said okay and those conversations with the staff I I knew I was saying to them you you we're not gonna hang on a monthly basis like this you're gonna have to report to so and so that shift helped us mm-hmm. change the structure to be able to manage then the next level of growth which was that 700 to a thousand and a, look a good leader makes hard decisions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to break a thousand, you have to make these hard decisions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, I remember this conversation with people because I wasn't, I was no longer going to be as accessible and pastor them the same way. Mm -hmm. And the the way that I framed this conversation, I've had this conversation a thousand times. Mm -hmm. Look, I'm your pastor and we're family, but that doesn't mean that I have to do everything. Mm -hmm. And so... As long as we take care of each other like we do, like family, we're there for one another. As long as that is done, that's the goal of this church. That's how we're going to function. But it doesn't mean that I can do it all. Mm-hmm. So David's going to take care of you at this North River campus. Mm-hmm. I, I can't do it, but I promise you he will. And it, it, and that's painting the picture. And they're either going to make the journey with you. Yeah. 
Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. It's, uh, th those conversations are tough because you have a, a relational equity. But in the long run, if you get the right people around you to mm -hmm. be able to manage that, when you delegate that authority, sorry, when you delegate that responsibility and the authority that comes have with it. Have to do both. If you don't mm -hmm. do, you know, you did both, then if they try to come back, you say, did you go and talk to Bob or, you know, whoever it is, then they realize, okay, you want me to go to this person. Sometimes we can be our own enemy. Well, you, you, you cripple the leadership Absolutely. around you. So if you give them True. something True. and then people come to you and go, maybe you were overseeing. Yeah. Hospitality, Hospital, I don't know, yeah. whatever it is, doesn't right. matter. Yeah. And they come to you and they go, hey, wait, somebody was missing at the door or the whatever. And wh why did we do that? If you don't then point them back to the person who's now over that, mm -hmm. then you've done two things. You've opened up a line of communication. These people will keep coming to you. Hey. You cripple the person you mm -hmm. gave the responsibility and the authority to. Yes. And if they're a great leader, they'll leave. Yeah. Because a great leader wants to be empowered to go do it. And if you keep taking that away from them, they'll leave. <laughs> mm -hmm. So you just, that's, you just created a barrier. Oh, yeah, very much so. Uh, but you don't. You always remember. I mean, in First Corinthians three. Oh, uh, here goes Paul. the spiritual side <laughs> of it. <laughs> but, but I mean, it, it is. I mean, it's everything. <laughs> what we're talking about is right there. Some sow. Uh, Paul sowed Apollo's water, but it was God gave the growth. You know. So sure. as much as we can't get the glory for this, the Lord gets the glory. But you're sowing. You're watering. You're sowing. You're watering. You're in really, and it's all relationship based. I'm mm -hmm. very relational. Yeah. You know, really. So the staff. I'm very relational with the staff. Mm -hmm. They're in my house. I'm in their house. We, the area we're in, in the North River, it, it is called parish. So it is like a parish, you know? <laughs> so I could actually, in those early days, run like nearly four small groups and just pop in. Hey, how are you doing? I can't do that anymore. Well, you would still have... 500 people or whatever yeah but i i couldn't i could i did in the early days as a hat i can't do that anymore mm -hmm. now i'm really focused on the staff and the coaches yeah. you know i've uh, that's where the main, most of my time is spent with the three guys around me and the staff and then when they do something with their coaches i come in as a support to them not as a lead for mm -hmm. them does that make that's sense? exactly yeah. so that's so it's, you it's had affirming. to be willing to make that shift though and let go yeah. i don't have to be the center of attention you, you had I don't to, have be to be willing be the, to let go. i don't have to you be get the, to be like the grandparent you walk in you give them candy you yeah, rah rah yeah, excited yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right <laughs> which uh, by the way you do really well with my kids i, yeah. I always <laughs> want to go to the green room you know but yes it's true there has to be at that point Again, going was back that to the a Bible. Hard, let me ask you, was that a hard shift for you? Uh, you know, um, and you had mentioned and alluded to this a little bit that some people are wired where it's a little bit easier to make that transition, mm -hmm. but some it's more difficult. Mm -hmm. um, and that could that right there could be a barrier that's keeping somebody from right. that. Indeed. That growth. If you want to hold on to everything, you'll hold on to nothing, you know, and yeah, you, you have to hand over the responsibility and the authority to people who are capable. Second Timothy. Are you wired, though, to more do that? Yeah, or, I am. Yeah. Okay. I am. Once, once I once I have a relationship and trust your heart, then I, I yeah, I'm, Take it. I'm good. Go for it. You Actually, I want you to do a better job than me. You probably could do a better job than me. Okay. Now, you go back to the, the three things, the mentoring part, mm -hmm. keep your keep your hand in i love i tell the team don't don't bring don't surprise me you mm -hmm. know if don't bring surprises i want to know what's going on i think so i think you, you do have to know that but it, it you know paul gave timothy mm -hmm. the way to do it he said the things you've seen and heard from me pass on to reliable so he's, he's speaking it to somebody so that's the second generation pass on to other people who are also able to teach others that's right that's, that's four a four generation that's right. mm -hmm. so don't give this away to people unless they're able to then also empower other people and that goes to our job description which is in ephesians that's right as pastors and teachers mm -hmm. the leaders mm -hmm. of the church to is to equip, equip people. people 
to do the ministry, not to do it, but to empower. Yeah. Sometimes I feel, I in my in my little knowledge of the world out there, that in our smaller churches, we're so quick to try to delegate. So sometimes you want to delegate so fast that it hasn't you haven't set the culture or you haven't set you haven't role model it yet. So there will there's a point where. You still have to hold it until, okay, where is that person? Now I go for it. Well, that's why I said you yeah. model it, then yeah. you monitor yeah. until you feel like they have it. Mm -hmm. And by the way, you could be with someone in phase two where they're doing it, you're monitoring them, and you can realize they don't have what it takes to be that Timothy that's able to teach someone mm -hmm. else who can teach someone else. And you have to go back, and then with somebody else, you got to go back to the modeling. Absolutely. And, and that's, that's a hard part. Yeah. That's the hard. That's why I don't promise positions. No. Don't promise positions. Like if you're with me, like someone who could be with you with at the three, four hundred mark, may not have the capacity to do mm -hmm. the thousand. That's good. You know, and that's where I, I, I don't like when we put carrots. Oh, you keep serving. I have it. never in my yeah. life promised anybody anything that I couldn't deliver. Mm -hmm. And hope deferred makes the heart sick. And if mm -hmm. you give them some hope, well, one day you're going to be the yeah. The you could be the staff, or you or could be on staff. Yeah. Ah, dangerous, very dangerous. No, what it's I can promise you is, is that if you help me grow this church and empower other leaders and do those things, that that we'll grow this thing and we'll do something great for God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But positions, mm -hmm. titles, salary, mm -hmm. don't ever do that. Don't, because then it's like, what if the Lord does bring you someone in who does have the gifting and the capacity to carry and help you carry the next, yeah. to take to the mm -hmm. next level. Well, I used to tell our staff, look, you may not be the next Chris Tomlin, but what if God sends us to Chris Tomlin and you raise them up? Mm -hmm. You may not be the next, who's the kid, Willie George, you be a, a big deal. You know, a lot of people don't know who he you're, is. You're aging yourself. No, I am aging myself. <laughs> Fabulous, you know, kids ministry director, mm -hmm. so something like that. But mm -hmm. you may not be them, but what if God sends them? So steward them well. Mm -hmm and empower them mm -hmm. and, but don't promise them anything mm -hmm. I, i've been i've been i mean the life of barnabas you know you've we've laughed about this but the life of barnabas has had a big not influence on me barnabas. no not barnabas but <laughs> what's so funny about barnabas no my you know my my brother that he when he did studies on barnabas he's he's influencing me on a just barnabas was always very willing to use the platform that god gave barnabas to raise up paul paul would never have been a paul without a barnabas mm -hmm. paul would never have been in front of people Paul would never have had a platform. Paul would never have had the gifting if Barnabas had not st stuck by him, you know. And I think there's a there's a point in the, I don't know if it's 700, 900, I don't know right, where it where is, where is. you have to be okay with other people carrying, having, the, having their gifting, shining their gifting, giving them the platform, because then you'll see them blossom. And that's when you win, they win, the kingdom wins, the campus wins, the church wins. So you know? in the Old Testament, so Absalom stood at the city gate mm -hmm. to gather people's heart to himself. If I mm. was king. And Joab was about to take the city and he called David and he said, you come so you get credit lest I do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so are the people around you gathering people's hearts for themselves mm -hmm. or are they doing it for you? Mm -hmm. That's the biggest test of mm -hmm. someone's heart on how much you should empower them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So people too quickly I just you know I got a pain point here I need to give this thing away to someone mm -hmm. and you could give it to someone who's not qualified mm -hmm. maybe they're a one talent person and you need a, a five talent person for this thing so there's the capacity issue mm -hmm. but the other one is a heart issue that's right and if you start giving stuff away to Absalom's well it'll divide the kingdom oh well sure. it will cause trouble it was called actually there's a great book called the tale of three kings oh which beautiful. is about that it's a tale, really really good and that and that 
along the way, you've just got to realize, again, God gives us a growth, but God's looking for faithful people who will just honor him. But what does faithful um, mean, though? They have to they have to be willing to be a, the Timothy mm-hmm. who will give it away to other people. It's yeah. not just building it for themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And and we all want the five talents, but also the two talent was the one that got heat. That talent, well, that, that person will turn to four. Faithful turn mm-hmm. to four. So it's it's sometimes oh we're looking for the superstars no where are the people the people who push chairs with me in those early days literally the people who are right right mm-hmm. around me right now who are the leaders and now i'm seeing them step in and step up and and they're now influencing a lot of parts of our church you well know, like, so. i had that exact conversation with the lord one day mm-hmm. early on when we were to make, break the thousand barrier mm-hmm. it was like god you know i don't have all these amazing people in the church mm-hmm. and so you look at Whoever the churches yeah. are, that you go, God, I wish I had all of those resources. Mm-hmm. And so uh, then I had to realize, because I was looking for the five talent people. Yeah, yeah. But I was really corrected by the Holy Spirit, <laughs> you know, at least mildly. But I think it was. A, a reprimanded, maybe a better word. Is. <laughs> I felt like I was taken to the woodshed is what it was like. But it was this whole idea of, Randy, why would I give you a two talent when you haven't even taken care of the one talent? Mm-hmm. And in essence, the, the Old Testament profit how much do you have any oil in your house i just have a little bit and all i have are these two little pots well Well, you better go get some more pots Mm -hmm. and pour what you have into those Mm -hmm. and god said randy you do have some pots there and you Mm -hmm. have some oil the anointing Mm -hmm. so take what you have Mm -hmm. pour it into those that are there Mm -hmm. and as long as i poured the oil kept flowing and so i kept quit waiting for the five talent and use the ones that i had Mm -hmm. and god blessed that now god blessed and i mean obviously with our people grow and people, then you realize, wow, Lord, that person really has grown into Well, you their, need one talent people, yeah, too. And you absolutely. need two talent people, and you need five talent. But you don't oh, go from zero talent to five. No. Especially the early days. They don't know you. They'll go like, who, who are you? Mm-hmm. You know? But then I go back to God's word. And God's word was the reminder of God's word. In those early days, it was Nehemiah. We're doing it again now in Ezra. You know, we're, we're building. And, it's, and it says in verse 5 there, and God put it into the heart of the people who were going to build the, the temple in Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, Lord, you, you did it then. And, and I'm claiming this promises again. You're going to have to put it into the heart of the people because if you if you bring them in through manipulation or blackmail or or promise or or but I mean we do yeah. oh if you just come and well uh, then you're going to have to carrots that then you have to live there then they have to stay there you got to keep motivating with the same thing and that's flesh gives birth to flesh you got to keep yeah absolutely using fleshly worldly things but if the Lord puts it in their heart and they're obeying the Lord. You wow, they will get run out of the way. Wall. They'll Absolutely. run. They'll run harder and faster. Absolutely. And so, Absolutely. I can I, I speak to feel like a lot of times as pastors, I, I just remember in myself, and maybe this will help others. But when we felt like we didn't have the leaders that we need, mm-hmm. and I just remember the promise from Jesus: the harvest is plentiful, the laborers are few. Pray that He would send laborers, and do not discount the power of prayer. I'm and glad so, you Lord, said I have these needs. I, I want to break this barrier, but the leaders mm-hmm. I have, I don't see them taking me there. So pour what you have into them, but then pray that God would send laborers. And That's he good. is always. That's so I, good. I'm, That's... I'm really glad you said that because as we were, um, you know, in those early days and still to this day, it, it's prayer is pivotal. It's a spiritual warfare. We're not yes, a... we're talking practical leadership stuff. Yes. But, but prayer is practical that, as well. Behind that, I mean, to this day, <laughs> yeah. when I meet with my lead team, we pray together. When I when we meet with the staff, we it's not like just let's open and pray. We pray together. Sure. We we bring the needs of the campus. We bring the needs of the church. We bring the needs of each other. Actually, those 15, 20, 30 minutes of prayer 
achieves more later on. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, than than coming in and trying to get a the details. You know, that I'm glad you mentioned it, Robert, yeah. because it is a spiritual warfare and prayer, prayer, prayer them in. In some cases, pray, pray them, them out. <laughs> I, t- I tell you what, I think that would be a great way to wrap this conversation. Uh, Are you going to pray us would, out? Is that what you're No, I'm going to ask you to pray us out. <laughs> okay. No, but, but seriously, yeah. because um, you guys have hit on some really practical things, things mm-hmm. to look for, um, important challenges within yourself. You got to give stuff away. You got to be mm-hmm. willing to get in it at the beginning, give stuff away when the time has come. But <clears> then <throat> there is just people that I'm doing all of these things, but I don't have the person that I need. Right. And I know that I need them. And so why, why can't Wait. we? And pray. Right. So, Wait and pray. so would you, Pastor Randy, pray for us real quick, to. all those that are listening that yeah. are in need of mm-hmm. that person that God would bring him. So as we get ready to pray, I want you to just think about, you know, you, you as a listener there, what is the uh, void that's in your ministry right now that you need? And would you bring that up in your in your heart right now? And so, God, I pray for these areas, these incredible leaders, these men, these women of God who have given themselves in service to you and building your church. And uh, God, your promise was, is that you would build the church. Yes, Lord. And so we'll use the materials that you provide. Uh, however, you must cause it to grow. You must build it. So I pray that those that are listening, that you would bring the materials into their church, the scaffolding, yes. the structures, mm-hmm. the systems, yes, the leadership prowess and the ability and the capacity god would you bring those resources into the church so that these women and these men can build the church that you call them to lead and the ministries that you call them to grow and to serve in god we call it in god bring them and maybe they're there in some churches so then give us the eyes to see yes what is right there around us that we oftentimes overlook or discount because we're looking for something else when it could be right there under our noses so we need spiritual eyes to see with potential those that you're bringing and then god give us the ability to invest and pour into what you bring so that we can see your house grow Mm -hmm. your church grow for your glory yes not for ours but for you because our cities the communities that we pastor in The church is more important. It always has been. But God, it seems like it's more important than it's ever been in this country. So we pray it into existence. Bring the laborers in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Amen. 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 Well, David, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you. Thank you for the honor. It was, I hope, uh, helpful. I was. think so. Go I mean, the verdict's still out, but we'll know. I think it was very I'll see helpful. you in a couple of years' time. <laughs> it was. It was very. It was very helpful. Thank yeah, you for being authentic well, yes, and sharing right. your heart. We're just learning. We appreciate just it. Don't compare, guys. Just Woo. don't compare. Don't compare. Just do it for the Lord. Honor Him. Be there faithful. You yeah. There you go. There you go. Well, listeners, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. We'll see you next time on the Relational Leader Podcast. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Relational Leader Podcast. For more resources, visit randybazette.com.